Hello and welcome to the Relationship Renegade Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jameson Mercier. Uh, and today, we're going to do something a little different. Now, some of you may know this if you're some of our OG listeners. This month of September is our anniversary month for the podcast. And so what we've been doing unofficially is digging in the archives. Uh, we played a rewind episode for you a few weeks back. Um, it's called Turn the Page, in case you missed it. But that was another episode from the previous season. And we're going to do that for you again today. Um, this is back when my wife and I were hosting the majority of the episodes. Um, and this one is, well, it was a fun episode. This is one where we discussed some of the lessons that we learned since being married. Now, you don't have to be married to get anything from this episode, but uh, we thought it would be a good one to share, have some laughs, and uh, take away a nugget or two. So, hope you enjoy. Uh, at the end, let us know what you thought. Share it with a friend. Uh, you will hear some of the original music. Don't worry. That's just part of the uh, look back and the uh, going back into history. All right. So thank you guys for tuning in today. Hope you enjoy a rewind from two years ago. All right. Lessons learned since getting married. Enjoy. Support for the Couples Council comes from Mercia Wellness and Consulting. Their purpose is to equip you with the right skills for a happy and healthy relationship. Services available in office or virtual. Schedule your consultation now. For more information, visit MerciaWellness.com. Mercia Wellness and Consulting. Small steps, big changes. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. Please consult a licensed professional for your mental health needs. Now, now on, on with, with the, the show. show. Hello and welcome to the Couples Council. I'm Dr. Jameson Mercier, as always, here with my lovely co-host, Herdeen Mercier. That will be me. We are glad you're here with us once again. And today, we're doing something a little different. So, the title of today's episode is Things We Learned Since Getting Married. Mm. And the thing about today's episode is I haven't seen or heard or read Jameson's list, and he hasn't heard or seen or read my list. So this should be interesting. Very much. When we first launched this podcast, what we promised you was that you would get some candid conversation between me and my wife, and it would serve as a learning tool for you guys. We would try to be authentic and not try to embarrass each other too much because <laughs> at the end of the day, we do want to stay married. Yes. And don't want y'all just sitting back laughing at us. And Dr. J doesn't want to be sleeping on the couch. No. <laughs> although that's never happened. <laughs> although it is a very nice couch. <laughs> so, so let's get to it. Do you want to start, babe? Where am I going to start? I'll start. So we've been married over 11 years and my list, one of the first thing that came to mind for me is 
Marriage is a partnership of support, understanding, communication, and love. Oh, you just you're just gonna get like real like smart with it. Yes, it is. Not, I, <laughs> Let okay, me finish. That's fine. Let, I, let me finish. Okay, you did marry me because I got brains. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hello, hello there. Um, and marriage has loyalty. And when I thought about it, the first thing that came to mind for me was being a part of a team. We're from South Florida. Mm. I'm really not into sports, but our our football team down here is Miami Dolphins, Mm -hmm. right? Go Dolphins. Go Dolphins. And I thought about the Dolphin team, and I'm like, no matter if they're winning or losing. Support the home team. You're supporting the home team. And so what I thought for me in our marriage is I'm a Dolphins fan, baby. Whether we're winning or losing, we're doing it together, and we're winning together. Okay, winning or losing together. Winning or losing together. And I'm wearing the shirt proudly. Nice, nice. Okay, so that's number one for you. Yes. Okay. Uh, Number one for me. I've learned that your marriage, so our marriage, Mm -hmm. is not special or unique Mm -hmm. to anybody else but you. Hmm. Right? You know, when you get married, you feel like, oh, this, you know, this is like our own special world. This is our thing. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it's going to be like different from everyone else's marriage. So are you saying that, you know, it's only unique and special to us? Yes. Because hmm. the truth is nobody else cares about your marriage <laughs> like you do. Okay. And over the last 11 and some odd change years, I've learned that lesson. And so basically we should just be focusing on us. Maintain your marriage. Yes. And the benefit of it is that our kids will be blessed by watching us and the people that learn from us. Maybe, maybe. But see, I don't, I don't even take it that far because you never know. Mm -hmm. Right. All I know is I've learned that no one else cares as much about my marriage like I do. It ain't special to nobody but me and you. I got it. Okay. I got it. Your number two. My number two is don't spend time counting out the years, but invest in the days so that the the years can equal out to quality time. Mm. As I think too many times people are trying to get to the year or get to the fifth year or to get to the 10th year. But if you don't put any time into the day or the hour or the time that you are together, even if you get to the 25th year anniversary, is it going to be something that is joyful, you know? Yeah, as opposed to just doing time, just crossing off months on the calendar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think we're we've gotten better. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll continue to be better with that. Thank you. What's your number two, boo? Number two, kids are a game changer. <laughs> Hands down. And we have four of them. Mm-hmm. They are a game changer. Um, we talk about how we were before they came along. And, and we have to go back to our dating times because we wasn't married that long mm-hmm. before Miss Azriel showed up. Yeah. You know, and they totally changed things. We had plans that we were going to, uh, we're, things we we're going to do, plans for us. And once they showed up, now the marriage, instead of just the two of us, now it's the three of us. And then it quickly grew. Yeah, yeah. There's a good book out there. I don't remember the, the author's name, but it's When Two Become Three. Mm. Um, if I, I'll put it in the show notes if I remember. 
Um, so you guys feel free to check that out. We ain't going to get no money from it, but it might be a good resource for you guys. If you're planning on having kids, know that they are a game changer. So you got to be ready. Mm-hmm. My number three is you will experience lows, but it's how you handle the lows in your marriage that will help you rise to having a healthier and happy relationship. Do you understand? Like being stronger together. Okay. So you will have lows. I think sometimes we get into relationships and we think that your last names change as wives and you're not going to have these low times, Mm. but you know what? The lows times I can tell you, they make you stronger. Yeah. Marriages have ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's funny when we, say I do to for better or worse the worst we can't imagine it we only think about the worst that we know the Mm -hmm. worst that we've seen and so when we're confronted with the worst that we could not have imagined we start freaking out when he or she does something that is just inconceivable not that it's bad it's inconceivable okay we're like who the hell is this and what is going on you got to be ready for those. Okay? Number three for me. So we learned a long time ago, you handle your family and I will handle my family. Now, that doesn't mean in the regular everyday things because we have great family here. We love each other. We get along well. But there are some issues that come up within families that You have a history with your family and you know how to speak their language. Mm. If something comes up with me and my brother or between my brother and her dean or her dean and my sister, while they're sisters and they're siblings, it might be better for me to have a conversation with my sister before her dean does. And similarly for her and her sister or her mom before I step into the picture. You understand what I'm saying? I've seen couples where this is where the issues with the in-laws come from. You know? Oh, because the spouse went to go check the other family. You, I mean, you can't go check your father-in-law or your mother-in-law without your spouse kind of laying it down for you. As And this is a very touchy thing. This is a very tricky thing. And it doesn't take much for those things to to just quickly grow and, and escalate mm-hmm. yeah so be careful about that and 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 if your spouse is better at dealing with his mom or his dad or and you're better let's 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 let the experts handle that that's true Ooh, my number four mm-hmm. it's okay to tag in my husband And when I say that, I think sometimes as a wife, I always felt like I had to do this or Mm -hmm. I I had to cook Mm. dinner. I had I have to do this. I have to make sure this is done. I have to make sure the kids are going to this place. I have to make sure um, um, school uniform is washed or whatever the have to is as a wife or as a role. um, I feel like I need to be playing. Although I know I'm dead tired. There's some times where I can just look at Jay and say, baby. You're it. Yeah. And, you know, the fact is there are some things that, you know, Herdeen just should not have to bear through and struggle through because I may be better at it. Yeah. I may have more patience for the laundry. Mm-hmm. I may have more patience. That you do. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Listen, I, 
I do a mean laundry, <laughs> especially since minimizing clothes. Watch it now. Yes. You know, and so why, why, why torture yourself when you can just say, hey, babe, you're going to have to handle this. You know, do yourself that favor. Good one, babe. Thanks. Number four for me. Sex changes. Mm. Listen, sex will change. Did you say S-E-X? Yeah, (laughs) S-E-X. Yeah. Like I said, this show is for grownups, all right? You know, y'all should know that by now. But sex will change, right? So sex, if you were having sex before you got married, ain't nobody judging, is one thing. Sex the night of their honeymoon is another thing. Sex five years later is something else. Sex 10 years later is different. And in 20 years, it will be different still. And in 30 years, you get what I'm saying? It will continue to change. I think couples get into a lot of situations when they try to say, come on, babe, we got to do it like we used to. Mm. Well, listen, we might have gotten a bit more rotund, put on a little bit more pounds. Maybe we got some back issues and we can't put it down like we used to recognize that don't judge your situation by what you think it should be like back when you was in your 20s right because then you miss out on what's happening and truth be told it's often that we're missing the connection that's deepened since we've gotten married yeah don't because that's what i think about i think about why has it changed and what can you do to make sure that's not just change in a bad way, but how can you improve it? Yeah. Oh, and no way am I implying that it's mm-hmm. changed in a bad way because mm-hmm. the truth is sometimes it does change for the better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're no see, so if you're not twenty anymore, you're not just like getting in there and getting out. Mm-hmm. You're a bit more patient. You get your little berry white on. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hello. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> and so just slow it down. You know, it's called mature love. Mm. All right, I'm 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 I'm, I'm gonna just... stop right there. No, I'm, I ain't gonna do it to y'all. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna leave that voice for something else. Oh, thank you. Go ahead, baby. How about our bedroom? Yeah. <laughs> um, having the trust of your spouse is truly an honor. And I, when I think about being with someone, um, I trust you, honey. Mm. Like to not have thank that you. fear that I cannot trust you, like. I trust you. When you make decisions for our family, I know it's the best decision that you at the time fully believe this is what the best decision is for our family. Yeah. Even Um, though they don't always work out. Yes. I appreciate that. You you continue to trust my decision making. Yeah. So having that trust in your spouse, I think that's crucial. Yeah. Because I, I've, I've, I've seen wives who are unable to trust their spouse and it just breaks them apart. One, I always tell people I'm not the FBI. So I'm not one to be sneaking through the phone, wondering where you're at. I just, that's just not my personality. So to be That's not the kind of marriage you want to be in. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, um, being able to trust you is after all these years, it's, it's truly an honor. Thank you. Number five for me, resolve your issues with money because marriage is going to shine a bright light on them. Marriage puts a microscope on your marriage, 
on your issues? If you ain't got if you have issues with money and now some of you know what I'm talking about and you're fronting like you don't. You spend too much and you know it. You don't save. You don't. You're just bad. You know, budget budget is a bad word for you. Figure out how to resolve that, because once you now have two people looking at it, even if you all both are bad with money, someone's going to be like, well, you worse. So now we're fighting about who's worse with money when we both are bad. But you know what? It's not even the person that for me that is spending a lot. Sometimes there's a spouse in the relationship that is extremely cheap. Yeah. And won't spend any. Or or frugal. Or frugal. Uh-huh. And they won't even take their spouse out for a trip and they have the money. It's like they feel like they never have enough. Yeah. Because the thing is, when you're living alone, you don't see a problem with how you're handling money. You know, early in our relationship, I think um, when we're trying to do a budget, we... So I was doing a, a very tight zero balance budget. And those of you who are nerds with budgets, you know what I'm talking about. Every dime has a name and, and we know everything's happening. But we'd have stuff come up that wasn't part of the budget. Mm-hmm. And and things like manicure and pedicure. Remember those days? Yes. And, well, I'm not a mani-pedi kind of guy, so I don't think about that. Mm-hmm. But my lovely wife is. And we had to figure out where to put manis and petties in the budget. Now, we didn't have to, we didn't fight about it, but that is when I say issues with money. If you had issues with money, something like that can cause y'all to be like, well, hell, I need my own bank account. I need my own savings account. That's true. And, and that works for some people. And for others, it does not. It doesn't. If you want to take care of your parents out of your money, Y'all better have a conversation about that because, again, is this house money? Is this play money? You hear what I'm telling you guys? So whatever issues with money, and it doesn't necessarily always mean emotional issues, but issues with money, um, obligations with money, family understandings, family agreements, you want to check it because money touches everything. Everything. And it comes up in everything. Everything. I think for me, number six was um, what I have learned is we will have disagreements resolve in a healthy manner so that we can go back to loving each other. Yep. We will have disagreements and it's okay. But the, the us having the ability to communicate about the disagreement in a healthy manner manner allows us to sit down and not just talk about it you experience what i i'm feeling honey i experience what you feel about the situation and we sit down to come to a common ground on how we resolve it so that we can go back to loving each other yeah because you know i I, we say this all the time it doesn't make any sense for us being upset with each other for an extended amount of time if we're only gonna get back together and continue loving each other. That's true. Because that week or two weeks or a month or three months for some of y'all who can hold on strong with the grudge. And just talking about the kids, um, the here's your plate, and just no real conversation. Uh-uh. I'm talking about that laugh out loud conversation. Listen, that is time. You'll never get back. You have lost forever. 
And what happens is life don't stop. So maybe your birthday's coming up and now y'all fighting. Yep. And now your birthday for this year was a dud or your anniversary coming up and y'all ain't resolved your problems yet. Or you got plans to go see your folks for Thanksgiving. And so now y'all sitting at the table looking like who done did it. Do yourselves a favor and resolve them sooner than later. Number six for me. It's okay to like different things and have different friends. Oh, man, you took one of mine. Hey, look at that. (laughs) Look at that. Maybe I was psychic. (laughs) No, that's just what happens after being married so long, Mm -hmm. right? It's okay to have your own life outside of your marriage. You don't want to lose yourself in the marriage. What were you going to say about that, babe? I was going to say that's my um, that's my number 10. Uh-huh. And I was going to say it's it's really OK. Just like you said, like for me, one of my things that I like to do for self-care is staying in my bed, relax, staying. I'm mm-hmm. talking about to 12 o'clock. And Jay is an early riser. I'm not. I'm in the gym as soon as they open. You know, I'm not. So it's Gotta OK. Got to watch my gains, man. Can't lose my gains. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, honey. It's okay that we have different interests. I think it it's it's attractive to see that you have your own thing and I have my own thing. Yeah, because again, you can easily lose yourself in the marriage. You know, if you don't care to watch sports and your husband does, you should not be obligated to watch it. Or if your wife enjoys these romantic comedies, you know, once in a while, if you want to appease her, mm-hmm. fine. But if that's not what you're into, okay. Yeah, like I'm not into football. And probably the only time I watch football is Super Bowl. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's probably because of the commercials. Yeah, like a lot of women. But But that's not true. It's not a lot of women because I know some women who are really hardcore sports fans. I know some too. They were. Yeah, we'll leave that alone. (laughs) Yeah. You know, another thing is I love action films i love the the films with the sword fights and her dean can't even hear the sword fights i can't i can't hear anything scary like i'm already running sheets and by are scary open. she just means the little the violin that's playing if it's any little creepy movie i mean not movie or music i'm running like i cannot take it like my heart can't take it so i'm i'm the person that love romance yeah Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but you know we get along just fine we get along we don't just force fine. each other to to bear our movies or eat the food we want to eat or go where we want to go there are times her is stepping out i'm like holla at your boy mm-hmm. leave me alone have go have great? fun yes you don't you know just just bring me some wings on the way back yeah. you know but you know what i will tell you this like jay is into power I, my heart can't watch power. It has too much suspense for me. So I'll probably try to sneak in there about five minutes, try to figure out what's going on with the conversation. But then I'm sitting here ignoring, um, ignore, um, annoying him by going, who's, who's that? that? What's, what's going on here? How did that happen? Is he going to kill him? What's going on? Said, Help me. Said, bye, bye. <laughs> Get out of here. Bye. You know, and, and it may mean that I have to wait till she go to bed Mm -hmm. so I can have my me time with my TV. And that is okay. You want to take the next one, babe? 
Yes. My next one is learn to celebrate and honor your spouse. I think um, oftentimes, especially for the men, men, I don't believe men are going to come out and say, you're not celebrating me. You're not honoring me. You don't appreciate me. Um, But I think as wives, we have to learn. And that's one thing that I am big on. I am big on how do I honor um, my husband? How do I honor him, Mm -hmm. celebrate him, um, let him know that he has value to us, to me, to this family, to our kids, to the community, and to this world. We need him here. We need his thoughts here. We need his um, his smile. We need him here. And how do I continue to motivate him and uh, make sure he feels like he has a safe place to come home to? Yeah, yeah and you do a very good job at making me feel uh, welcomed, appreciated, and valued. Thank you, babe. You're welcome, honey. Number seven for me. You don't lose your vision just because you get married. Just because you said I do doesn't mean you no longer see the attractive guy over there. Or that you suddenly don't notice the sister with the banging body over there. Hello, somebody. Now, Because Herdine and I were friends before and we dated before, we didn't have this issue where, who are you looking at? What you mean you see here? No. No. If anything, I was like, babe, check out that girl over there. You need to get a skirt like that. (laughs) Right? And, And we were able to have that conversation. And would you believe after we got married, uh, we still noticed other people, other attractive people? Now, but it, w- it wasn't in a disrespectful manner. N- no, 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 it wasn't. And, and, and it's just like looking at Will Smith and I'm going, whoa, Will Smith in the house. It, it's, Thank you, Will Smith. It's just like that. But it's not in a disrespectful manner. No, no. And we're able to have that conversation. We're able to joke about it. But there are some people who they think their husband needs to be blind to other women except for her and there are some men who feel his wife can't see no other men not even like be checking them out but don't notice any other men but him you're asking them to be blind and the fact is that will never happen that is something that y'all will fight about or lie to each other about because mm-hmm. i've seen um i think videos online where the wives are mad or the husband is mad because the wife looked at the man at the who's the waiter. Mm. So I think you have to, there's something deeply rooted there. And I think we're able to have those chats because we know it's not going anywhere. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's a self-esteem thing. It's mm-hmm. a confidence thing. You know, mm-hmm. you can't, if you're not comf- comfortable, confident in yourself, in your marriage, Listen, you're going to have a hard time. Yeah, because I've constantly say, oh, I like that. I like that suit on this guy, honey. Look how it's tailored, you know. Mm -hmm. But I realize there's some couples that can't have those conversations where they compliment another human being. At least Uh, not while their spouse is around. I know, which is sad because if you're not having it with your spouse, um, it can lead to some problems. Oh, yeah. 
Next. Um, the seven or eight year itch is real. <laughs> and what I learned from our own seven or eight year itch, um, when I say the itch, I'm talking about divorce can come up in your marriage. Hey, that's another one that we're hitting together. Le- really? Yeah. Because yeah. for me, divorce is always a possibility. Yes. So it came up and it wasn't an easy time for us, but we learned so much about ourselves in having that. I learned that mm-hmm. once I get scared and don't understand things i didn't know it was okay for me to look at jay and go oh i'm really not liking him in this season and for me i thought that meant it was time to go mm-hmm. but that wasn't the case i adore my husband i love him and and but what i really did learn is that you have to do love check-ins yeah yeah you have to you have to i don't care if you've been married 25 30 years it's okay to go get some professional help and looking at your relationship on how mm, this this bump is coming up in the relationship, how do we iron it out? Yeah, yeah. Listen, divorce, you know, you may say divorce is not an option and okay, but it is very much a possibility. You do not have to fight to get a divorce. You do not have to hate each other to get a divorce. You don't have to be broke to get a divorce. It doesn't matter what your situation is. It is very much possible. And I don't have to say much, but that's one of the things we learned. And we keep trying to tell couples, make sure you don't trick yourself into getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. And I, and I think by saying divorce, I mean, for me, it was, it was coming to the point in our relationship where I'm like, I don't want to disrespect Jameson. He's the father of my kids. I love and he honors he he's not done anything. But why is this stuff coming up? And and through counseling, we were able to examine the issues of why things were coming up and iron them out. Totally. Totally. Next one. Being married and in love does not mean you won't fight. Oh, that's another one. of Hey, ding, 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 ding. I have minds as disagreement. Yeah. Just because you're married. And just because you are madly in love does not mean you will fight. You won't believe the things that couples fight about. Mm-hmm. And then in the moment, it is like serious as World War Three. Yeah. But to somebody looking from the outside, they're like, these two are just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And we've had mm-hmm. our moments, you know, whether it's about what shirt the kids going to wear, <laughs> you know, it's just like the, this foolishness. Yeah. We're looking back at it now. But when we were going through that of shirt course. situation, oh. it was real intense. It was it was terrible, <laughs> terrible, you know. And, and, and so people think that, well, no, we won't fight. We're in love and this and that. But, <laughs> you know, B.S., because you will, and sometimes you'll fight about things that you agree on. And the other thing that I have under that for me is you'll have a disagreement, you'll iron it out, and it's okay. It may come up again. Yep. So you'll just have to have that conversation, have that healthy conversation. Things resurface depending on the season, they come back up, and you may have to deal with it again. And again. And again. Yeah, because again, if you are together for any extended amount of time, and I don't just mean together in title, but you live together, you know, 
you're going to have conflict. Conflict is inherent in relationships. Like sometimes, you know, Herdin wants to make pasta or spaghetti. And I'm like, uh, I don't feel like no pasta. Well, that's all we got. <laughs> okay. Guess I won't eat. What you mean you won't eat? And this is like, hey, okay. Or whose car are we taking? Or who's driving? Yes. That's an interesting one. Yes, we have that one. <laughs> who's driving? Conflict is inherent when two people are in a relationship. So get ready and figure out how you're going to handle that. And I think my advice is to learn to handle it in a healthy way yep. where you're not causing another thorn into that same issue. Oh, yeah. That so, you know, you don't want to drive another thorn to the side of them because you said something that you really didn't mean because you were arguing. Yeah. Fight fairly. Yeah. And, I was, um, I, yeah don't give them too much because mm -hmm. that's coming up in a future episode. Yeah. Learning to fight fair and how to deal with conflict. So y'all just going to have to keep it. Keep coming back every week. Yeah. And number 10. For me, sometimes it is better to be together than to be right. Mm. All right. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes it's better to be together than to be right. Too many people get caught up in trying to win. Right. Or be correct. That or to prove I'm right in this situation, you're wrong, you should be ashamed of yourself. Don't you know I'm the brains of this relationship? And all kinds of crazy and insulting and hurtful things, right? And you know, the funny thing is, the more they're right, the more alone they get. And because you push your spouse away, yeah. I mean, you can be right. And that's fine. But if you're fighting to be right, well, you know, people that that's just not the situation that anybody wants to be in, you know. And and if that means, hey, today we do what you want or, you know, next, you know, you wanted to have this, but we can't do that now, then that's fine. That's fine. I mean, we're adults. We don't need to get everything we need and want when we want them. That's childish. And while sometimes there are small things, sometimes there are big issues too. You know, maybe you want to move to California and your spouse is like, no way, Jose. California? What are we going to do there? Mm -hmm. You know, And even if it's like a job offer or some business opportunity, well, y'all going to have to work through that. And it may be that you decide to side with your wife and pass on some things. And that goes back to my number one about being a team. And so mm -hmm. if you're a team, what does that look like in supporting your spouse in this new job offer? Yeah. Um, and especially if your spouse has a job, one spouse has a job that they really love here and the other person is trying to get to California. So with every season that comes up in your relationship, you would need to examine it and look at, okay, what do we need to do as a couple to have this thriving team and both parties win yeah. if needed? Yeah. Early on in our marriage, you know, we moved back to South Florida for me to go to school. And that wasn't something that Herdeen wanted to do. No. no. And, you know, we, we talked about it and it was clear she didn't want to do it, but she did. And I'm grateful for that. 
It's not because I didn't want to support you. I just had this. Just different plans. Different plans. And, and it's funny because we had those plans together and I was the one who somehow got it in my mind that I wanted to go back to school. And so she supported me in that. And so that is what I'm talking about. You know, it, it wasn't easy for her, but she did. And she had all reasons in the world for us not moving. Valid reasons. And so be ready for those kinds of situations. What's your number 10, babe? I think we did a mom with us cross-checking and saying, oh, oh, oh yeah. we hit your number 10 already? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So this was fun. It was. This was fun. And listen, I promise y'all we did not cheat. No, we didn't. We did not sneak a peek or plan it this way. So what was that, three out of 10? Yeah. Three we out of 10, two, okay. The same. But you know what? We're in the same marriage, but we learn different things. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure if we did a longer list, yeah, more things would overlap. But because we left it to just 10... That's probably why it was only three. And so the first 10 things that came to mind for me, I shared. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And my 10 may change tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Or just add some more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for you guys out there listening, this perhaps is an exercise you guys can implement. If you've been married a while, been together for any extended amount of time. Even if you're dating. Oh, yeah. Especially for. And, you know, we're going to do some things for the the pre-marriage people mm-hmm. you know because y'all got some ideas about marriage y'all just don't know what's coming mm-hmm. okay if y'all don't continue listening to us find some old folks and just let, let take them to dinner and just shut up and listen to them because they got some wisdom for you but we're going to give y'all some things here on the podcast in future episodes so we thank you guys for listening yep you know the downloads keep climbing up they do we've picked up some a couple other states um we've picked up more downloads every week they're climbing and we can't tell you how much we appreciate it um if you're doing it via the website that's great if you're doing it on itunes that's also great spotify spotify is another one stitcher is good google Podcasts. you know so thank you thank you really thank you so much um for all the support so far uh, yesterday, yeah, yesterday, the podcast turned one month old. Yay! You know, so we're still babies. You know, we're still babies in this new podcasting thing. But we're having fun. We're having fun, but we also want to hear from you. Please DM us. Um, let us know if there's a topic you want us to cover. This is not just for us to get on the mic and speak, but to make sure that we're serving, really serving marriages and relationships, period. Um, and how can we and what can we do to help you and make sure that your relationship is happy and thriving yeah we don't just get on to entertain you guys we also want to help you guys and like they say a closed mouth don't get fed so let us hear you thank you again for listening guys we love you and we will be with you next week on the couples council podcast have a great one bye for now Hey everybody, thank you for listening to our mom and dad. If you like them as much as we do, then click subscribe and leave a comment. But now they have to go, because it's family time. So go practice what you heard, and we'll catch you on the next episode.